Welcome to the Upriser podcast. I'm your host, Clinton Bonner. Upriser focuses on technology conversations centered in the future of work and how new technologies are applied and how work evolves. The Upriser podcast is brought to you by Topcoder. Hello, everyone. This is Clinton Bonner, and you're listening to the Upriser podcast. This is a continuation of our Future of Work series, and you're about to get nestled in into part five, which we've called, It's Bigger Than Work From Home, It's Work From Anywhere With Everyone. Before we begin, a reminder that the Upriser podcast is brought to you by Topcoder. If you like our topics and the stylings of the pod, then please subscribe. You could find it anywhere your ears are, basically, right? So all the major ones, it's out there. Remember, though, it's Upriser, U-P-R-I-S-O-R. We encourage you to follow Upriser on social media as well as Topcoder. And if you want to follow me, at Clinton Bond on Twitter for sports takes, food takes, you know, crowdsourcing takes, music takes for certain. You're going to get a lot of Seattle Seahawks out there and definitely some Mets. Uh, but yeah, but Twitter is kind of where I like to hang out. If you want the professional me, go to LinkedIn. If you want the more fun, uh, dare I say, a little bit more daring me, find me on Twitter. So work from home was so May 2020, and it's already evolved for the enterprise in meaningful ways. The cynic in me wants to say enterprises are looking at the cost savings associated with work from home, and they position their orgs to adopt much more of it as fast as they can in a post-COVID world. Now, I can't tell my inner cynic that he's wrong. And the thing is, it's also way more than that. It's, it's way more than just cost savings. It's a much more important C word driving this. And in fact, it's culture. So I'm happy to take off my CFO cynic hat and slap on my eternal optimist side. And maybe that's a chief people officer or a CHRO strategist hat. And to me, it's screaming, this is better for our people. How is it better? Well, number one, more flexibility. So more flexibility for FTEs, I think that's better for, for individuals. More trust in the FTEs to do their work no matter where they are. Heck, I mean, I've been doing it for 10 years. I think, I mean, I know it's better for my deal. I think that's better for individuals. And then the enterprise, the organization focusing on outcomes and not hours spent inside some office. And I think that is markedly better for both the individuals and the organization. And again, the, the C around all that is that all affects culture. So I understand the cost savings element of it. I think that's a nice consequence. Like, okay, we're going to, as an organization, we're going to save some money here. Maybe we don't have to travel quite as much and we can bring down some real estate bills and et cetera, et cetera. I get all that, but that's not the driver. The driver is this is better for the full-time employees. They will be more productive and you know more engaged and, and all the things that, that the CHROs are after. And that's what I, really what I want to focus on. Now, my brain also reminds me to avoid hyperbole. You know, you hear things in my, in my opinion, way too much in the current environment that are like the modern enterprise office is gone forever. Like, no. No, no, it's not gone forever. It will change. And in fact, it already has changed. But to say that, you know, the office environment is is gone forever, it's kind of a useless statement. It's just not the truth. There will be, it will be there. You know, with that, 
the shift to much more flexible workforces and a, and a flexible workforce strategy, it is really, really huge and significant. But again, avoiding hyperbole and understanding that, hey, the virus has brought about a change. And, and again, we'll go into this in many ways, a positive thing has happened for the individuals who are FTEs. A recent example of this is a company founded in 1847, now with more than 380,000 employees across the globe, and they just announced a major shift in their workforce policy. So we're talking about industrial manufacturing giant Siemens, the German, German you know, situated company Siemens, global company, of course, HQ in Germany. They unveiled the new policy in a statement by their CEO, Roland Bush. In a nutshell, the new policy allows employees to work from anywhere for an average of two to three days per week. And this is how Mr. Bush summarized that and what it means to their 150-plus-year-old manufacturing giants. Quoting here, the basis for this forward-looking working model is further development of our corporate culture. These changes will also be associated with a different leadership style, one that focuses on outcomes rather than on time spent at the office. We trust our employees and empower them to shape their work themselves so that they can achieve the best possible results. With the new way of working, we're motivating our employees while improving the company's performance capabilities and sharpening Siemens's profile as a flexible and attractive employer. You know, by the way, there is a fantastic Inc.com article that they titled, This Company's New Two-Sentence Remote Work Policy is the Best I've Ever Heard. Go find that. You Google that, it'll come right up. And it does a wonderful job explaining just how big this shift is in thinking and what it truly represents. The article goes on to highlight that Roland's words mean, number one, focus on outcomes, not hours spent in an office. And number two, trust and empower your employees. So work from home is already dead. You know, long live work from home. It's gone. It's now work from anywhere that you're comfortable. Good. That's a start. And let's press our logical luck a bit further here and see if we can avoid any whammies while we're at it. All right, it's work from anywhere, dealer's choice, if you will, because culturally, we trust you to be productive and do the right things. And there's one scene missing still that I want to pivot to. It's not only that we trust you, Mr. and Mrs. FTE, we also empower you to be the most productive you can be. All right, all right, so this is getting even more scintillating. I want another spin. I want them big bucks flashing at me on the board. So, Mr. Bush, how are you going to empower me? Of course, their answer so far is through collaboration technologies. So Slack, Microsoft Teams, Zoom, other co-creation suites, that's fine. But those are table stakes. That's just taking my traditional work and allowing it to happen remotely. It's foundational, and I love those platforms. Yet it's not enough. What do I, an entrepreneur within your global organization, a burgeoning rock star, that is here to create top-line revenue digital experiences, what do I really want? I want opportunity to create. I want budget to experiment. I want access to talent to make it happen with me. No, I don't want to wait three and a half months for another team's project to end so that I can go get some talent focused on my work. No, I don't want to settle for a mediocre interface or bug-ridden code that makes my project, my work, look less than outstanding. I have the big idea. You say I'm empowered, prove it 
by providing me access to technology talent that can help me today. That's what I want. I want to start right now. You see, it's not just WFA, work from anywhere. It's not work from home. It's not just work from anywhere. While that's better, it's incremental. It's WFA with anyone, teammates, contractors, freelancers, gig workers, anyone. I recently sat down with Paul Lifko on the Upriser podcast, and Paul is the CXO and CTO of Wellmark Blue Cross Blue Shield. And when I asked him why he's committed as to what he dubs an all-in talent strategy for his organization, this was his answer. If I've got an engineer lead developer, what better way to make sure that they are using their thought leadership than to give them the power of a global workforce? He was talking about equipping his team at Wellmark with basically that all-in talent strategy so they could have access to the FTEs, to the contractors, and the crowd. He blends it all together, and then he serves his entire organization. This is not an either-or scenario anymore, people. Blending in crowd, this kind of hybrid workforce, is an end, and it's, it's a must-have. Your people are working from anywhere. They need to be able to work with anyone they want to work with who could help them get the job done. So folks, if you're taking one thing away from today's short little conversation, it's not work from home. It doesn't stop there. It's not just work from anywhere. The real future of work, this new work, what we're doing right now, this is work from anywhere with anyone. If you're a CHRO, a CXO, a CTO, a CIO, a transformation officer, a chief digital officer, even the CEO, your job is to figure out how to do that in the most effective way for your enterprise. If you like what you're hearing, please subscribe to the Upriser podcast. It's available wherever you get your podcasts, so it's pretty easy. And of course, I encourage you to follow us out on social at Upriser, U-P-R-I-S-O-R on Twitter. And also, I would encourage you to follow Topcoder at Topcoder, T-O-P-C-O-D-E-R. 